This is happening. Let me just do what I love to do. No 9 to 5. This is Lifestyle Architecture Lab and I'm your host Himanshu Saksdeva. Hello guys, welcome to another episode of Lifestyle Architecture Lab. In this show I talk about lifestyle design, financial freedom and also dissect the process, behavior and routines of the personalities who have designed a lifestyle of freedom for themselves. These guests range from artists, musicians, entrepreneurs, lifestyle coaches, investors, professional athletes, etc. These conversations dig deep into their stories to find out their thought process, tools, strategies and tricks that makes them tick. This podcast is brought to you by Audible. I love audiobooks and I have been using Audible for years. Whenever I am commuting to work and back, almost always I am listening to a book. Because I don't get time to read as much as I would like to, so audiobooks help me read books in a whole new way. If you want to try it out, you can get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash Himanshu Sachdeva. You'll get thousands and thousands of books to choose from which you can listen on your phone, laptop or even on your Kindle device, anytime, anywhere. In this episode, I'm talking to Ashish Bedekar, who is the Chief Product Officer of Piconets, a company which is working on revolutionizing content delivery network system by working on the acceleration of the last mile performance. You'll learn more about this in this episode. He is also a productivity expert and a startup mentor. He works with many startup incubators to nurture and support startup companies who are focusing on clean tech, energy, internet of things, IoT, etc. It's a very informative episode. There are a lot of tools and apps you'll learn about in this episode which you can implement to improve your productivity. There is also an interesting comparison he does on how the technology innovation patterns of the past can be mapped with the future technology innovations. So without further ado, please enjoy this conversation with Ashish Bedekar. Hey Ashish, welcome to the show. Hi, good morning Imanshu. Thanks for having me. How are you today? Yeah, I'm doing great. It's my pleasure to have you here. A few months back when I received an invitation for your session as a speaker at a startup incubator, I was intrigued by checking your profile online. So even though I could not attend your session there, but uh, I was able to get connected with you via LinkedIn. Like after having our initial conversation on phone uh, about things including AI, artificial intelligence, content delivery network, CDNs, productivity, startups, and life in general, I was absolutely excited to invite you on the podcast and you genuinely obliged. So welcome here. 
Thanks, uh, thanks, Imanshu. Uh, happy to be here as well. Yeah. So, with your experience in the industry going beyond two decades, out of which a good number of years as a startup mentor, there are a lot of topics I want to start this conversation with. But for the sake of context, can you start off with your current work, which is PicoNet, where you are uh, working as a chief product officer? What is PicoNet? How did you get started with it, and what does your current role entails there? excellent thanks thanks so much imanshu for the opportunity so before i start uh, let me in fact ask you a question mm-hmm. so if you can just look around you uh, how many things do you see are connected uh, by internet yeah like like five to six things at the moment yeah i mean that's a cliche but point is internet is a, a kind of a basic fabric which weaves everything together these days yeah right so uh, so also if you look at the whole way the of evolution of internet and right now how we use it mm-hmm. we use smartphones then smart tvs laptops etc and we consume a lot of content yeah. right by content i mean things like text videos right Uh, blogs and many more such items people listen to podcast people yeah. listen to music etc mm-hmm. so what is happening is uh, of course people would like to have a superior quality of experience right yeah. for example let's say people hearing this podcast or watching a video if they see buffering right yeah. or if they see you know so nothing happening but they're just clicking they're going to get bored and go to the next one yeah right? people need instant gratification exactly exactly also if you look at the way things are moving uh, you don't want to have a very grainy picture mm. right i'm sure so right from uh, lower resolutions to uh, hd full hd 2k 4k and yeah. now in fact even 8k and beyond yeah now it gets a thing exactly so all these are very heavy data uh, you know uh, assets or files or contents exactly so in all of this what is happening is unless you have a superior focus on quality of service the whole business model for the content providers or as they say ott providers yeah. could not be there yeah so idea of piconets uh, is to really focus on the last mile uh, internet connectivity mm-hmm. and help in bringing the content closest to the user Right. Okay, so you mean to say for like the layman to understand this, uh, when somebody is consuming a video on YouTube, so they are probably earlier were connected to a server which was based in America, right? And they were connected through the internet and they were consuming from so long a distance. But now CDN is there, so a server has been. Yeah, you could you could say near. that very true. So uh, what happens is there are what is called as CDN content delivery networks. Yeah. uh these uh, companies or these players uh, have servers in various data centers around the world mm-hmm. and they build a network as yeah. the name suggests and uh, consumers are served from a, a cdn node which is closest to them correct so think also think from a other perspective the no more number of hops or more number of points of linkages between the content consumption and, and the consu- source source yeah. it's going to have a much more latency lower speed lower speed etc so that is that is what uh, is a cdn what makes uh, you know piconets uh, interesting and different is 
we are focused on the edge aspect as well right mm-hmm. so maybe you can just google it later essentially edge is uh, uh, what we like to call ourselves is a edge computing uh, platform mm-hmm. uh, which also has hyperlocal uh, cdn now what do i mean by hyperlocal mm-hmm. think about malls airports retail uh, universities right Uh, enterprises in all of these places you've got many people trying to access internet content at the same time yeah. right so we have this cdn nodes at such hyper local places also at uh, isps mm-hmm. also at internet uh, exchanges right and data centers so yeah. you know you have a multi tiered approach so with this we are able to have a very superior uh, quality of service yeah. so that's essentially what uh, piconets is Yeah. and my role in piconets is uh, helping on the product partnerships marketing and partnership uh, mm-hmm. aspect so so that's uh, <laughs> that's what i do uh, in my current role oh wow that's amazing i think uh, you are working on the edge technology on the front of the cdn area interesting for the people who are actually consuming the internet right. it will become better for them yeah so in fact let me just share uh, some specific data points mm-hmm. so in implementations where we have done uh, let's say at an event right yeah. uh, you are at an event in a hotel and uh, you have free wifi yeah uh, as a as a event attendee you would like to have agenda speaker notes information or website access to the various exhibitors yeah. very fast yeah So at one of the uh, events where we implemented websites which are taking say ten seconds to load started loading in less than two seconds. Right? Oh wow! Or uh, at ISPs, what is uh, it's a technical term, but a DNS resolution uh, we are four times better than the industry uh, leader wow. who is also into search. So so those are the things. In fact, uh, recently uh, we were there at the Mobile World Congress uh, Americas in LA. where oh, wow. at our partner booth we demonstrated our edge uh, cdn which was 400% better than a cloud cdn right wow. so we could show a 4k video 25 mbps super fast without any buffering you know you just go back forward etc whereas the 4k same 4k video which was uh, using a cloud uh, cdn infrastructure was uh, downgraded to a 1080p uh, kind of resolution oh. so that's uh, thing but maybe maybe we're just getting to too much yeah, uh, technicalities no, I mean, uh, no no i mean this will be appreciated because uh, uh, many of the audiences are also very technical in terms but yeah so this eventually makes the user experience of the content consumption a lot better right exactly yeah, exactly so that that is what where cdn comes in right So moving on from uh, CDN, uh, going towards uh, your career, how did you transform your career from a traditional nine to five job towards uh, helping out companies and being a startup mentor? So I would say, in a word, Steve Jobs. Uh, jokes apart, the whole launch of uh, the Apple devices and the whole App Store. dramatically has transformed the whole technological landscape yeah. you know it's cliched but that's that's, that's the way that's, that's the, the way that's the it's exactly so uh, you know one could see that whole uh, change in the landscape where creators makers developers startups you can have various nomenclatures for that mm-hmm. uh, they were kind of the whole uh, you know innovation army if, if i may use the term a more emphasis on ecosystem partnerships alliances etc specifically in the technology space mm-hmm. 
was something which was uh, very evident yeah so based on that then i had opportunity to work at uh, nn4d taking care of the apac partner and developer program mm-hmm. then later on at uh, epona intel again in an apac role mm-hmm. so those were the kind of start of uh, you know having more engagement, uh, engagement with developers roles. exactly uh, with with developers startups makers etc yeah. so even prior to uh, nn4d at arcom also i had more focus on the third party uh, developers or developers. Uh, players as such so so you know then one thing led to the other then got started uh, getting invitations from uh, startup uh, accelerators incubators like say zone startup mm-hmm. and uh, the feedback i guess from the startups was good they found the advice or inputs or uh, go to market or business development um, inputs useful mm-hmm. uh, so that's that's, that's how you got that's started how i got started mm-hmm. wow and uh, as you have been connected with uh, startup incubators like zone startups as you said and vjti and uh, tbi so all these india based startup uh, incubators so how has that experience uh, being a mentor has shaped your uh, career now so one thing which i always uh, you know have a philosophy irrespective of uh, startup role or otherwise is uh, you know no man is island right so mm-hmm. you really have to have a whole ethos of a partnership focused or open approach to uh, to ideas open approach to uh, you know linkages working together etc yeah and i think uh, the whole startup engagement uh, also has helped in that way personally for example let's say there's a startup yeah. and uh, they are doing some stuff in say ai Mm-hmm. or they are doing in uh, some some work in say virtual reality yeah. and they want access to customers or they want access on some specific players or they want inputs on how they should uh, take care of their go to market strategy mm-hmm. in terms of business development etc so i would give i'll kind of give inputs or connect to people in my network mm-hmm. or uh, things like that yeah. which uh, which kind of helps them and it helps me as well because i am kind of learning something new as well yeah uh, from what is the kind of a landscape what's happening in the uh, business world so it's kind so, of a value exchange where you extend your network as well and they yeah. extend their knowledge as well right exactly exactly and network is money right now uh, yeah so i mean you know network is money but uh, what i would really Uh, says you know let's not focus too much on money mm-hmm. money is a by product of all this yeah because if uh, you know one looks at all these activities with a pure mercantile monetary monetary view it will it will it won't work it won't work uh, you know just uh, for example if let's say you are a startup mentor mm-hmm. and you kind of go all the way just to try to help them mm-hmm. so i think that should be the way yeah uh, and ma- in fact many of these assignments are pro bono so right. <laughs> there's no right. there's no monetary, monetary thing but uh, whatever uh, you know personal growth which happens yeah. i think that's that's, uh, that's the goal there exactly Wow. So, uh, as you have done mechanical engineering in your uh, academics earlier, and then eventually you did MBA from a reputed college in Mumbai. Mm-hmm. So, do you think in the present times of internet and uh, these plethora of free educative uh, apps and content which is available, kids need to go to college because? 
if they want to go to tier 1 college most of the middle class students uh, which are there they have to take student debts so do you think taking debt for a college or a good university is a good idea and like they should invest there like talking about the student perspective right I, now i perfectly you know agree because uh my son also just has got a ad- admission into uh, you know engineering and is in his first year engineering mm-hmm. so but f- first of all you know i'm no expert so i'm sure there are many more uh, experts of yeah. decades of experience in this yeah. specific area but just as a, a observer i would say that there are two aspects uh, one is uh whatever we are studying or whatever we're doing is a is based on something which has happened in the past right mm-hmm. i mean if, let's go slightly deeper as they say nothing is more practical than a good theory mm-hmm. right yeah. so all all uh, knowledge is codified right based on what's happening in the world around us and yeah. that is the kind of input on which students learn mm-hmm. uh, with the expectation that that knowledge which they have learned would help them in the future for whatever they're doing yeah but with the accelerated rate of change right it's important to relook at this whole hypothesis right yeah because let's say what would be the jobs uh, 10 years later we have no clue mm-hmm. right in fact why don't you why don't we just uh, go back in time and uh, think about the roles or jobs which are uh, which are there today like mm-hmm. let's say a few years back digital uh, marketing wouldn't have existed yeah social media would not have existed mm-hmm. right or ai all these things are new new technologies like recent developments exactly so whatever so if one had a very static uh, cast iron kind of approach to education in it hey mm-hmm. uh, i have studied this four engineers of engineering or whatever i have done and mm-hmm. period based on this knowledge i'm going to use it for my rest of my life and uh, succeed that's not going to happen mm-hmm. because uh, everything's changing so i think one should be a student all his life yeah. you know learn something new uh that's point 1 point 2 also all even if you look at a simple thing like a resume mm-hmm. right a resume is a historical document correct it just outlines what you have done done already exactly what people are looking what can you do for me mm-hmm. that's how it is so you know bridging this gap between what you have done what you know mm-hmm. and what industry needs or what a specific company needs i think students or anyone uh, should focus on that So yeah. let's say there are students in engineering they should uh, focus also on stuff like say hackathons or uh, you know coding or uh, you know leverage the various moocs around mm-hmm. to improve their skills yeah right because once they have this uh, undertake this journey they would also realize that hey this is something which i really like mm-hmm. uh, that's that's what that would be the ideal case right where yeah. you do what you like yeah rather than being forced to like what you do yeah right? so i think that's that's the way uh, i would say in fact that's also what i tell my son who at times says like uh, like all teenagers that dad you know you're <laughs> giving me too much of uh, uh, inputs. In- inputs information just just uh, be cool right <laughs> don't 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 uh, give me too much of uh, information or yeah. knowledge so so i think that's the way to look at it mm mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, coming to the whole student debt or loan, um, I would really say it's a very subjective uh, matter. 
right everyone have would have its own yeah. uh, opinion whether one should go to a specific college or not go to a specific college but what if a good student uh, got great marks mm-hmm. like let's say in a entrance exam mm-hmm. but uh, would you would you see someone taking a debt for their college for a, a tier 1 school or college or because there are a lot of ways right now you can learn a lot of things online as well like yeah, yeah, youtube yeah. is a very good source and all True. other uh, like harvard university schools are also True. online so would you recommend going through a online approach where they can uh, take their education forward on a lesser uh, like on a economical basis or would you recommend going to a school or college which is a tier 1 and for that they might have to take some loan uh so i would uh, again say that anything which is democratizing of education making it more accessible making mm-hmm. more uh, value added yeah. making it more sync with what uh, would help them in the future of course that's that mm-hmm. should be the primary objective but uh, of course you also you can't rule out the importance of uh, a good college mm-hmm. because one thing to notice along with the college you're also getting a network uh, alumni yeah. network which really like does not point. exactly i mean just if you look at iit iims you know mm-hmm. of course there are uh, institutes of excellence but mm-hmm. they have a very very excellent and well respected and reputed network alumni uh, alumni exactly so you want to look at that as well mm-hmm. right because uh, let's say you want to open doors and uh, you come across your customer i'm just fast forwarding from a student life to let's say a business life but yeah. let's say your prospective customer is a uh, school alumni mm-hmm. hey isn't that great so so better school uh, better college with a better network would, they provide value in that area exactly exactly uh, again these are all observations based on what happened there will always be outliers which defy this whole logic yeah. so again I, as i always say you know you uh, life is uh, not a program yeah. where it everything is predefined and uh, predecided it yeah. ha- things happen humans right? are like unpredictable as well exactly exactly um, it's it's very easy to look back and uh, look back and say that hey you know whatever happened was part of my plan mm. but uh, i don't think that that's the way it that's works that's the way because it's a zigzag way when you are living through it but looking back con- dots might connect sometimes. exactly hindsight is always 2020 yeah yeah you know yeah. in fact also uh, many people you know after the event happens you'll have all experts who will say hey see i told you so <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it get cuts both ways yeah of course yeah that's a that's a great point i mean um, which you mentioned about the colleges uh, if you are going to a tier 1 of course you will get the tier 1 network but of course if if uh, you cannot afford it so you can also go with the democratic approach and learn it on the internet as well and exactly. start gaining and cultivating that network which right, might make right, you right. Uh, go forward again all of these are you know uh, you know important milestones in yeah. a journey but for example let's say you don't get into a good tier 1 college that's not the end of the world Right. Yeah. So even if what uh, that's the, come back to the ho- main point which I said, wherever whichever college you get the admission, ensure you focus, do your best, mm. you know, excel in from that uh, college from academic perspective, and build your skill sets via other ways. Yeah. So they say uh, a good student can get the best out of a bad teacher as well. Exactly. Exactly. 
coming back to the startup uh, environment being in a very niche environment you have a very wide and uh, far fetched view of the upcoming technologies as well so can you share any new or upcoming uh, technology which is futuristic or advanced which you are familiar with and can share here which might change the game entirely in the technology area yeah so in fact uh, there are many uh gurus and experts which i follow on twitter and other places mm-hmm. so general uh, view is there many multiple technologies of what uh, would be in the future the next so, big thing exactly so there are a couple of uh, candidates like ai you've got robotics drones mm-hmm. autonomous cars smart cities mm-hmm. iot there there a plethora, plethora of, of things but you know what i really like is uh, you know to also go back in time and see what were the kind of technology disruptions and uh, changes which happened in fact recently i was reading a nice article which uh, chronicled the uh, rise of automatic lifts mm-hmm. right so before you had automatic lifts you had a lift man yeah who would uh, open and shut your doors yeah. so they tried to draw parallels between the advent of uh, automatic lifts and autonomous cars mm-hmm. so the similar concerns were raised at that time right would it be safe uh, you know you can trust a, a lift man but what if there's no lift man you no know, things like that mm-hmm. so so that that that's uh, that's interesting uh, observation yeah, you know because many yeah the lift and the autonomous car exactly so and many times uh, you know if you have to go and predict what would happen in the future it's always good to go back in the past and see what are the kind of uh, yeah. uh, you know forecast which were made and yeah. have they turned out uh, well enough or not Yeah, because there are patterns you might observe exactly and there are there are things which uh, which happen and there are things which don't happen mm-hmm. and uh, in fact uh, you know if you look at technology adoption another interesting podcast uh, which mm, i read was it a podcast article i am not so sure it talked about adoption of technology mm-hmm. how uh, they can learn from adoption of food adoption of food yeah mm-hmm. so for example if you look at uh, uh, like for example potatoes yeah right uh, we all take for granted but there was a time in history when they were new to europe right mm-hmm. just being brought from south america and they did not uh, really uh, find a great uh, you know response right? they were all mm-hmm. uh, potatoes were generally fed to farm animals so oh. yeah so the whole rise of potatoes from a farm animal to french fries mm-hmm. that's a very fascinating podcast i think it is uh, part time genius if i'm not wrong part time genius yeah podcast. yeah okay. in fact there's a podcast where it talks about how things which we uh, uh, which are today considered as rich men's uh, things mm-hmm. they all started life uh, in a different way mm-hmm. including monogrammed uh, t-shirts or stuffs which earlier were seen or used only in prison inmates Oh. <laughs> <laughs> or or for, or for example lobsters mm-hmm. you know uh, which were uh, very uh, you know uh, lower mid- lower class food lower Not class exactly. is considered lower class food exactly yeah. and they kind of talk about how the rise of uh, you know uh, railroads or trains in the US mm-hmm. led to the whole uh, elevation of lobster from uh, a low class food to a a fantastic uh, good made food. food yeah, yeah so that's interesting so i mean point is uh, you know when you look at technology it's important to see 
at it from multiple ways mm-hmm. uh, because many a times we have a, a you know mono focused view mm-hmm. right oh this is the future the way i see it and this is the way it's going to happen but uh, looking back in history uh, you know every you find every, these patterns exactly so technology or adoption how customers use uh, is totally different for example a very simple thing like sms right mm. first was not meant for p2p communication mm. right it was more like a technology uh, for uh, engineers right uh, to maybe communicate that's mm. what i had read yeah and uh, and because of the high cell ta- tariffs right a few mm. um, go few, back few, earlier go back earlier right mm. so then uh, kids found a great way to communicate, communicate within with those with, within those time and that led to other so how people adopt uh, you know technology for their use is is great for example a very interesting case like missed call yeah few years still a few years back missed call uh, was a very very basic uh, means of communication hmm. right including yeah. you know when a technology also uh, finds its way into bollywood songs hmm. I, i think that's that's an interesting way of technology <laughs> yeah adoption, there was right? a song on missed call yeah right? so So, exactly so, so people used to like when they don't have the balance to make a call they'll make yeah. a missed call and uh, right 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 now they have whatsapp messages <laughs> exactly but even even when you look at missed call there are smart uh, players or startups who use that as a means of uh, as, a, as a marketing tool right? yeah <laughs> so to know more about this give a missed call give a to, missed call on this number exactly exactly and they'll call you back exactly so you know wow. point is many of these have a evolution uh, trend yeah. right just like life evolves from a, a single cell to complex things yeah. similarly technology and whatever we see around us has a interesting in its own way of mm-hmm. uh, evolving Evolution. itself yeah so so what do you think about uh, as you mentioned about uh, the com- the comparison between lifts and the autonomous cars mm-hmm. do you do you see in the very near future uh, in like next 5 years or so is there any possibility we will be getting autonomous cars maybe not in india but anywhere possible in fact uh, many people are saying that autonomous trucks or autonomous tractors uh, would be the first to hit the road Mm-hmm. um so in fact if you look follow uh, folks like sewala Af- afsar on on twitter mm-hmm. he has some fantastic uh, you know uh, technology forecast mm-hmm. right so what's the name again uh, wala afsar okay so i'll, I'll share that I'll, yeah we'll put the so, link so so there are many some interesting folks who have uh, their stuff also yeah, in fact look, uh, as we are recording this podcast on 23rd Mm-hmm. So just yesterday Elon Musk uh, has I, released the Cybertruck. I was going to come to that and, and that's <laughs> equipped with the autonomous technology. Exactly and you also saw about the glass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so things don't always happen uh, even right, when it's right uh, exactly when even when it's Elon Musk. But uh, yeah so for example look at drones. So I'm sure you would have seen uh, many uh, videos on which instead of fireworks we have got coordinated drones. Mm-hmm. Uh, which kind of mimic the whole firework experience mm-hmm. so 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 life is changing right very fast and uh, so there would be few overall trends but uh, so you know it's very difficult to have very 100% accurate prediction yeah. so uh, other also aspect is you know uh, again as i mentioned how ca- people use a specific technology mm-hmm. that uh, leads to more uh, more ideas for other startups or other players to latch on to that idea and build something totally different 
yeah. so all that all that that's uh, a great idea i mean when uh, i i've heard a podcast or maybe read an article which talked about how like one business which was having a one product and the way people were consuming it were very different exactly like, so in fact i had uh, written a linkedin article few months back yeah. on unintended uh, use of products yeah i've read that <laughs> yeah, as well yeah. yeah it was it was similar to the theory yeah right 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 so for example you know few months back my daughter asked for a uh, contact lens cleaning solution mm-hmm. right and i had no clue as to why she's asking she does not wear glasses yeah right? she doesn't wear uh, contact lenses none of us in the family do i have glasses yeah. but point is that was some ingredient for slime that was something what they slime exactly yeah, exactly which is the internet phenomena right yeah, now yeah possible so i don't know what percentage of their uh, sales happened for because of this reason <laughs> slime exactly uh, similarly uh, what we know as play doh right mm-hmm. at some one point of time was used to Uh, rub off uh, spots or rub off black marks from wallpapers mm-hmm. right but uh, f- you know going back in time this was a time when you had got uh, uh, you know uh, oil based lamps or yeah. i think tallow based lamps that's what they mm-hmm. say and they used to give a residual soot which used to settle on the wallpapers Wall in papers. the home now once you have electric uh, uh, electricity everywhere and electric bulbs light then these guys kind of flipped or reinvented themselves into a child's uh, children toy toys like play-doh play-doh so there are many wow. there are many more such uh, you know things of things which started off life uh, earlier no mm-hmm. in fact uh, you'll be surprised uh, there are if you look at vintage ads mm-hmm. uh, maybe 1940s or so yeah. you'll see ads of doctors recommending cigarettes S- recommending cigarettes cigarettes specific you know more more doctors uh, recommend what was ex- the reason as a lifestyle because maybe the whole linkage between cigarettes and uh, cancer was not known mm-hmm. so you will see yeah, that because i'll just mention it here uh, my grandpa from my mother's side he had uh, some issue in his uh, stomach and uh, his doctor recommended him like bds which were like earlier consumed right okay so he used to like have those bds and his doctor actually was recommending them so oh this is this is i have not heard of this but uh, also for example uh, i think in 1920s or so you had uh, you know radiated water as a general tonic radiated water yeah so you know we'll find it on on, on the google mm-hmm. uh, so you had uh, radium enriched toothpaste or such personal products but hey you know at that time you didn't have a <laughs> you didn't know <laughs> and didn't you didn't know. know bds and cigarettes cause cancer <laughs> yeah 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 wow i hope you're enjoying today's episode here is a quick word from the sponsors of this episode for you the listeners of lifestyle architecture lab podcast audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30 days trial the free audiobook is yours to keep even after the trial ends I have a few audiobooks to recommend. Number 1 is Sapiens: A Brief History of Humankind. This is one of those books which will take you back to the ancient times and teach you so much. I recently read it and it just blew my mind. Number 2 is The Graveyard Book by Neil Gaiman. This is one of the greatest bedtime books which I discovered. Neil Gaiman's voice just makes this book much more wonderful 
this story and the narration is just amazing you can download any of these two books or thousands more for free right now just go to audibletrial.com/himanshusasteva again that's audibletrial.com/himanshusasteva for your free audiobook please enjoy so coming back to uh, the present times as right now social media and uh, these platforms which are uh, popping up like mushrooms so what do you think about uh, these how they impact individuals lives and how they impact the businesses in that term mm-hmm. so what do you think about the social media as uh, uh, right now yeah like uh, all tools technology uh, all of this can be used in a positive as well as in a negative way mm-hmm. right so whatsapp can be used for uh, proper communication the way it is or it can also be used to uh, spread rumors or spread hate messages mm-hmm. etc right so one has to be judicious uh, into what is being seen heard uh, use your own judgment uh don't uh, you know maybe jump to conclusions based on what you see uh, maybe wait for the story to develop i think because many times you you get some whatsapp uh, message and you're outraged hmm. and then maybe but if it turns out letter, to be fake yeah it turns out to be fake or you say oh this is something it has a something totally different uh, aspect which was not highlighted earlier hmm. so that is one also i think uh, many times it's important to have this uh, whole uh this passionate detachment from uh, all of these mm-hmm. right so mm-hmm. maybe uh, the fear of missing out at many times uh, is also a, a kind of a fuel for uh, you know our over reliance on uh, social media mm-hmm. which goes beyond the healthy norms so i think one has to have a, a judicious balance and use it in a tool uh, or a technology uh, in a positive way hmm. like like anything i mean just like a classical case uh, you have a kitchen knife hmm. right you can use it to nicely uh, chop vegetables chop vegetables and cook up a nice meal or you can also use the kitchen knife to attack or stab someone right <laughs> yeah so the the person who's wielding the knife needs to have that uh, judicious uh, view should have that whole uh, you know ethical framework right uh, to do what is right Hmm. Right. So I think it all boils to that. Yeah, how you use it and which manner you use it. it e- exactly, but at the same time, you know, because of all these things, then from the other other perspective, you have got uh, calls for regulation, calls for you know policing, etc., mm-hmm. etc. So I think both. Uh, I think right now WhatsApp is also being monitored in some ways, right? Um, I mean, we all hear it every time. whatsapp says we are totally encrypted and then uh, they come back and say in india some people were being spied on <laughs> yeah so i mean you hear all of these things so uh, i guess you know many times all of these uh, uh, tends to kind of uh, have its own self regulating mechanism inbuilt mm-hmm. mm-hmm. right that's uh, always the case mm. uh, so things would kind of settle down to a equilibrium in which all stakeholders or parties are happy and then yeah. life moves on to the next wave of uh, disruption you know it's right. just like a you throw a a, a stone yeah. a pebble <coughs> in the water it will create some ripples yeah and then await for the next uh, pebble next to pebble. hit the water yeah so as you mentioned about disruption so as whatsapp is, whatsapp was kind of a disruption to the market right mm-hmm. so right now uh, 
re- in recent developments i think android uh, platform itself is building uh, such kind of thing where you have this default app which is uh, for messaging mm-hmm. so they are developing uh, they have developed already uh, something called rpc message mm-hmm. which works exactly the same way the whatsapp works mm-hmm. but it's inbuilt inside the phone itself you don't have to get a whatsapp or telegram or something yeah, like yeah, that possible possible so mm. in fact you know you raised a very interesting point so many times when you know, specifically going back to startups or so uh, many of them built businesses or built uh, their products based on deficiencies of a certain platform Right. yeah but when those platforms uh, have those features now the deficiency are removed na- natively baked in that yeah. hey, they're out of business yeah and in fact there are many more uh, many such examples which you uh, see mm-hmm. ever since for example it could be notification it could be some specific way mm-hmm. which was not which was uh, absent not there in, in the exactly which was absent in iOS or Android yeah. and then boom uh, it became a inbuilt obsolete uh, uh, the the feature. other app becomes obsolete exactly yeah wow and uh, coming back to as you are a productivity uh, expert as well mm-hmm. uh, so are there any productivity hacks which you would like to share any apps gadgets services or products yeah definitely so first thing which i'll always uh, say i mean uh, a disclaimer i am no guru or expert i try to think of myself as a student and sh- yeah. you know share my journey so mm-hmm. i think that's let's limit to that so one thing which i always say to anyone mm-hmm. is before you even go to apps invest in a good notebook mm. and a pen because yeah. i have seen so many people turning up to meetings and they don't take notes Ah, right. unless yeah. you t- put down your thoughts on a notebook and write it down properly mm-hmm. uh, i think you are not going to get anything i think that's the first datum before mm-hmm. you can really uh, go forward mm-hmm. i mean there are many ways people might like to uh, you know maybe type directly in a digital form but i personally find that writing is the best way writing on a paper writing on a paper nothing nothing beats that because while you are writing you are also thinking and possibly yeah. yeah i've read somewhere writing with a pen invokes thoughts in you and uh, like connect the dots in your mind exactly. whatever you have read earlier right, and put right. it down very true yeah so coming back to the point so let's let's look at couple of uh, you know areas from mm-hmm. a work or uh, personal life and let mm-hmm. let me just give couple of uh, uh, ideas so let's say uh, let's take the case of emails mm-hmm. right so before email i would say it's very important to have a good address book mm-hmm. now, this might sound trivial but uh, let's say you have got uh, say 500 uh, contacts on your phone mm-hmm. right and you have got say 500 uh, email contacts uh, per se but if they're not properly synced or they're not properly enriched it's not going to help you at all yeah so b- first is to uh, have uh, a good uh, address book which really has syncs up multiple sources and has a unified view so mm-hmm. i think uh, uh, contact uh, app or contact yeah. plus is a good uh, good app for contact plus contact plus yeah uh, coming to email uh, there are uh, there are apps like for example cloud hq is one uh, suite of uh, chrome extensions which really power your uh, gmail experience in a in a good way so that's a good one mm-hmm. uh, any any specific uh, things which it does yeah yeah so for example there are stuff like uh, uh you know 
you can use templates mm-hmm. right so you know instead of uh, having writing the same mail to 10 people write yeah. it once save it as a template and send it across okay right? templating exactly mm-hmm. so templating you know really helps you do a much much better and faster job yeah of course also another thing which i use is uh, called as ever contact ever contact yes so let's say you send me a mail and mm-hmm. that mail has your uh, in your email signature all your contact details mm-hmm. so your contact would capture that automatically and uh, link it in your uh, address book address book so that okay really come back to the address book exactly, in reaching ex- that <laughs> exactly so so that's uh, that's useful then there are other apps which uh, which give more information about the person who has sent you the email so there are uh, again uh, you know contacts plus has a has a good uh, good app on mm. that then you've got uh, nudge nudge is another good uh, app uh, so those are these are few apps on the uh, email side email side now coming to writing i think uh, it's important to have a very uh, crisp and a very uh, error free style of writing so mm-hmm. grammarly is a good chrome extension for language yeah yeah i love it yeah in fact uh, i also use hemingway app yeah yeah so hemingway app uh, you know it's a website you just right. type but it it helps you to have a very simple and elegant way of writing like so, hemingway said uh, use the simplest soft word in your writing exactly. so i think that app does that very true very true because no point in you know being too much bombastic about uh, using complex uh, words complex words uh, idea is to get your message across in a way as simple and elegant way as possible true. so i think um, hemingway app is a good one yeah, there's another mm. app uh, which i used and i found it useful it's called message path message path yeah so that's that's also a good uh, mm-hmm. good app for from a writing perspective mm-hmm. uh, coming to uh, another aspect where it's again a very uh, helpful tool for productivity is when you're trying to set up meetings mm-hmm. right specifically you, know, you see people who don't use calendars right yeah. the way it should be used mm. so let's say you want to meet up someone they would say oh okay let's meet in the afternoon yeah but it might work in a in a personal life but in professional life it doesn't it really work. doesn't work so what i use is something called as calendly calendly so calendly integrates with your uh, with your calendar mm-hmm. and it generates a link mm-hmm. right and you can share this link f- with other people and they can directly see or see what are the free spaces open, open slots open slots in your calendar and book accordingly yeah. so that really saves a lot of to and fro time correct right? so that's that's one which mm-hmm. i uh, really like so these are a few of uh, good productivity uh, yeah. a similar app to uh, calendly is doodle okay. which i also use okay. so doodle does the similar thing it okay. it, uh, it can book meetings for you based mm-hmm. on your calendar okay. and it can like when people respond to it it can automatically fill up your actual calendar very good so yeah. i think i'll try that yeah. again you know the key to productivity of all of these is to have a inquisitive open mind yeah right be be like a sponge ready to absorb uh, whatever is around whatever you can because uh, you know that's how you kind of build uh, uh, knowledge knowledge base. or expertise or experience in a specific way yeah so so i think those those are few of the things so in fact this gives me a good idea maybe i'll write a blog with you know maybe series of uh, you know specific productivity, productivity tools. tools yeah so you can have a look at that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i think couple of years back i uh created a small ebook which contained a uh, few apps uh-huh. i think uh, 
an ebook might be a another way of spreading out your ideas about uh, productivity i designed that book in like 6 7 pages mm-hmm. it cre- it consisted of certain apps at that moment in time okay. like which was uh, one was evernote another was todoist like whatever you can use for productivity Very which true. works with each other so exactly so evernote is a, is a big uh, favorite of mine also when you talk of productivity if you look at yeah. my screen yeah what what you see yeah, is i see is i see there are category wise uh, folders which you have created exactly mm-hmm. uh, which some people find it uh, you know to uh, very overwhelming sometimes overwhelming but it helps me to keep a tab so yeah, let's say so there is a specific true. say travel related app. so whatever you want to do you go into that folder and exactly. immediately so find it, it for me it kind of uh, simplifies life because everything has a specific order i don't have to do multiple uh, swipes to get to a specific so it's a purpose app. purposeful uh, thing which you have done right 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 so that is uh, that is one so let's see anything else which i can see from my uh, apps which i can recommend yeah so scanbot pro is another one good good app which i use scanbot pro yeah i use this for by scanning converting in pdf yeah. and it does a wonderful job yeah i i used uh, like just to give one point i used the default uh, google drive app okay. so there is a feature built into google drive app where you can just keep pressing the icon and it shows up the scan option also mm-hmm. and it has the scanner built in right, also right, yeah that's right. a, that's also a good yeah I've, i've i've seen seen that so that's also a good one yeah All right. So all these are the productivity hacks and apps. So I'll link all these in the show notes of this episode. Uh coming to your day-to-day life, how does your typical day look like these days? Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I'll tell you what is uh, what has changed in the last say a few days mm-hmm. and hopefully in the next uh, coming days it will also change. <laughs> yeah, it keeps changing it of keeps course. It keeps changing. So I've uh, started or have focused on my health so yeah. i need to reduce a uh, lot of weight as you can see uh, so i've trying to you know uh, start a regime of uh, morning walk mm-hmm. uh, so i walk for uh, one and a half hours mm-hmm. uh, in the morning from mm-hmm. 6:30 to 8 am mm-hmm. uh, then have uh, only two meals in a day oh okay so are you on a specific diet Yeah, I mean, would Google it? It's called a Dikshit diet, which kind of tells you Dikshit to Dikshit diet. Yeah, so it tells you to have two meals in a day. Mm-hmm. But then I start my work at um, nine thirty, nine thirty to six thirty of focused work. Mm-hmm. Uh, one other good part of this uh, Dikshit diet is I have a heavy breakfast. Mm. So which means I don't have, I don't need to take a lunch break. Mm. Right. So yeah, so <laughs> so it is a good way. You can I, keep on going. Exactly. So that's that's good. So I get additional time which otherwise I would have yeah uh, spent in lunch. Spent in lunch. But of course, you know that is not to say that you know uh, the lunch time networking etc. But since yeah. right now it's a startup uh, role and I work from home. Yeah. Uh, it it helps me to have a very focused uh, time work time window. Yeah. So that's it. And then post uh, post work, it's time with the family uh, mm-hmm. once in a while you have maybe a, a us call you okay. kind of adjust your time mm-hmm. accordingly yeah but uh, idea is you know to have a, a healthy balance yeah you know. between work and the life uh, like exactly. the family life yeah. exactly you know you can't uh, take either for them granted 
Hmm. You don't. Uh, I mean, that's why it's called balance. Right? Yeah, of course. <laughs> Otherwise, if you spend too much time uh, with the family, neglecting your work, that's bad. Yeah. And if you're immersed in your work and uh, you know ignore your family, that's bad as well. Hmm. Of course. So at like around six thirty or so, you leave the work and then uh, like spend time with the family. So what time around you go to sleep? So I try to go to sleep by ten thirty. Okay. So. And uh, is there any reading habit or something like that? So I try to read your uh, bedtime routine. I mean. No, no, I don't. I mean, I wish I would do that, but mm-hmm. I mean, point is, you hit the bed, sleep because you're <laughs> you exhausted. Uh, I try to catch up on my reading on the weekends. Okay. Or uh, maybe in the morning, just before work. Mm-hmm. So maybe read an article on on the phone, or. Uh, Uh, catch up on some podcast. Yeah, I think podcast is a wonderful way of uh, having a good, uh, you know, information, knowledge, learning experience, learning probably. Experience, mm-hmm. Yes. Um, so I think I, I kind of focusing on podcast uh, more, uh, more even more now compared to yeah. few years back. Yeah. Wow. And uh, are there any uh, meditation uh, practices you? Uh, have in your life uh, which you are uh, pursuing on day to day basis yeah so in fact i would like to thank uh, our founder and ceo of piconets prakash uh, who kind of in discussions shared his uh, experience with vipassana vipassana yeah mm-hmm. so in fact i plan to do uh, go for my first vipassana course uh, next week oh, 27th wow. november to 8 amazing so i i hope it's a it's a great experience and i'll surely write a linkedin post or something on that yeah. but uh, that's that's my first start so i haven't done anything on meditation or so earlier, earlier. Mm-hmm. yeah i think on this podcast uh, we have had like 15 16 guests already so mm-hmm. uh, many of these guests uh, has this common thread of vipassana where they have been to a vipassana course and mm-hmm. it sort of changed their life from there on yeah. they became became more conscious about things and like being thoughtful and mindful about very stuff very true very true so in fact uh, you know i had a linkedin post on the same uh, uh, on vipassana just uh, yesterday mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. <laughs> one of the startups uh, you know told that you know he when he had gone for a vipassana course and yeah. during that course uh, he got the idea for his startup because again coming back to the example which i shared uh, sometime back while we were chatting uh, mm-hmm. think of uh, experience or think of life before us like a like a pond pond mm-hmm. of water mm-hmm. right so there are all many pebbles and lot of disturbances so the surface is 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 choppy always muddy always muddy you're really not able to see uh, clearly mm-hmm. but think of a scenario in which it's a perfectly still pond with mm-hmm. clean water mm-hmm. you could possibly see what's at the bottom of the water as well so maybe that's that's the analogy which i i think might be useful Working. when you're looking at what could be a a benefit of a meditative practice mm-hmm. possibly that's that's my hypothesis uh, you know once once i go through the experience i will yeah. uh, validate or negate that yeah i, th- I think i can vouch for uh, not exactly for vipassana but uh, meditation practice uh, in day to day life because uh, from past i think 3 uh, years or so i have been following uh, meditational practices via these apps like headspace or calm mm-hmm. or now i have been uh, using waking up 
which is uh, um, an app which was developed by Sam Harris mm-hmm. who is a PhD oh, uh, wow. and he's a great thought leader in the US as well mm-hmm. and uh, these apps gave me a lot of perspective uh, because I just needed to spend 10 minutes of my day mm-hmm. on these apps on my phone okay and those uh, trainers so to say will speak in my head and like uh, train me how to be still Uh-huh. and be mindful and do this meditation practice so nice. i've been using these and this has helped me a lot to clear the thoughts and like uh, get these ideas out because in those meditation sessions suddenly there will be a like a moment of uh, uh, eureka where you will find this idea or that so all that helped me a lot true true so in, in fact in many cases if you look at it uh, there are people who always say that if you have a very uh you know difficult problem on which you are working yeah. uh, you know take that problem and sleep yeah because it's possible when you sleep there are many such uh, linkages which your mind would develop maybe yeah. uh, represent them s- uh, itself in a dream uh, yeah. i'm sure you have heard the famous uh, story about kekul and his uh, benzene uh, structure right no i have not so if you can share uh, yeah so i think it was kekul if I, if I, i'm pronouncing the name correctly mm-hmm. uh, a scientist who was working on how uh, what would be the chemical structure of benzene yeah then course. he kind of dreamt that a snake was uh, eating his own tail mm-hmm. so that was what he dreamed and that's what uh, you hear and that kind of Uh, gave him the idea that benzene would be benzene uh, would be yeah. uh, kind of a uh, hexagonal closed loop like yeah. a hexagon so moving forward uh, can you name one person who has had a big impact on your life maybe who had been a mentor in your life or a teacher so there are many many such uh, i won't call i mean mentor uh, there's no formal mentor such but there are mm-hmm. many people who come in your life influence you in a, in a positive way yeah any significant uh, ones coming to mind so all i mean for example of course you know the bedrock of anything is family yeah uh, so that is is what gives you energy to go ahead yeah on the professional side yes many of my uh, uh, managers uh, mm-hmm. have been very great great folks who i kind of always look up to mm-hmm. so those those are the kind of uh, People, people who have been exactly exactly like teaching you um, yeah all right and uh just one silly question <laughs> what under 5000 rupees purchase uh, you have made recently mm-hmm. which changed your life in a better way anything coming to mind uh, not come to mind i will again probably say that uh, invest in a good uh, notebook and a pen uh-huh. uh, that could be a way maybe invest it can in change your life <laughs> yeah of course uh, invest in a good uh, Uh, maybe a battery bank battery pack <laughs> <laughs> battery bank or uh, battery pack uh, that that's a good investment under 5k uh, yeah. nothing else like uh, it like it's convenience at the core possibly <laughs> or 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 possibly in fact uh, uh, you know jokes apart um, maybe just go to a vipassana course and and yeah. the course uh, it know, might change your life yeah yeah well. and uh, you know deposit uh, 5 5k as a Donation as your donation team. maybe that's that's something you might like to do wow and uh, uh, if you could put a billboard on a highway anywhere uh, let's say mumbai or maybe bangalore or all these metro places where people have a lot of exposure so what would you s- write on it and why hmm interesting question so 
probably uh, first thing which comes to my mind is drive safely don't <laughs> you know that that's that's one yeah. thing but but jokes apart maybe something to the to the effect that hey you know everyone's got 24 hours mm-hmm. what they do in 24 hours is entirely up to them mm-hmm. so how you take control of a life uh, is up to us how would you use your 24 hours i, I mean point point is you know uh, having a uh, aimless or having life without any goal or any passion or anything is not uh, is not really uh, helpful right mm. so have a purpose have a uh, focus have passion and uh, don't waste time again whatever you do do with passion but mm-hmm. wasting time is of is doesn't help that is yeah. not to say that uh, you know not doing anything uh, is, is, is bad is bad you should definitely you should have take some break yeah also have uh, adequate healthy breaks of wherein yeah. it's it's a me time where you don't do anything yeah, yeah. but that is that is good when you have a you have work good amount some, of work good amount of work so many <laughs> people take that and justify not, not doing anything <laughs> yeah but so uh, true. exactly again everything should be in balance right? yeah. you can't really have one dominating or it, uh, it's a fine balance of exactly, things if exactly. you want to lead a good life very true Wow. And a- any books, movies, documentaries you would like to recommend which might have changed your life in some way? So, uh, there are many things. So, for example, in movies, I think Shawshank Redemption has been uh, mm-hmm. a favorite. I'm sure you would have yeah, seen I've, that. Yeah, I've seen that. So, maybe start with your IMDb top, top 10. <laughs> but again, you know, it again depends what... Uh, aspect of that movie really motivates you and what was you. the one scene you liked the most from that movie so i think the, the scene which uh, uh, you know is just free uh, and comes out and it's raining and he yeah. opens his arm i think that was a great that was the great moment great, exactly <laughs> so you know always it's it's a positive movie where yeah. even in the uh, when you're in the dumps yeah positivity um, the hope uh, should be there exactly mm-hmm. so that's one books I try to read uh, multiple uh, books across genres mm-hmm. so for example Nassim Nicholas Taleb I think there's a new book which I uh, which I have not read uh, I think it's called Skin in the Game Skin in the Game I've yeah. heard about it yeah. yeah but apart from that I think I've read Malcolm Gladwell is again a yeah he is a, a brilliant brilliant author and his author. podcast Revisionist History is outstanding yeah and he has a book, uh, newly, uh, his, a new book has come up, yeah. which is Talking to Strangers. Uh, yeah, I think it's an audio book, if I'm not wrong. Yeah, uh, the yeah. actual uh, written book is also there, but okay. the audio book experience is so much more. Okay. I have actually have that book oh, on wow. my uh, Audible. Wow. So, wow, so it's wow. amazing. Uh, Malcolm Gladwell is always yeah, yeah, something yeah. else. Exactly. So multiple books, you know, always, always have a wide... Uh, wide uh, array of wide genres array. Yeah, yeah. to read exactly mm. because then you will be able to make much more connections than yeah. if you had just a focus on one specific genre only yeah um, because sometimes we are so focused in on our industry and our way of living that there are a lot of other genres also where uh, if you read them you will get so many ideas which you can actually implement in your own life exactly you know so again coming to the whole point like for example uh, you know for a person who is seeing a recording studio for the first time yeah it also presents a lot of new things which probably has not seen yeah. earlier yeah and being curious being inquisitive have a childlike 
uh, you know interest in things around you yeah. i think that that should be that should be your uh, you know key driver for uh, for for your always life. be curious like always a child always be curious let the child in you uh, be happy and be uh, you know nurtured i think that's what uh, i would say yeah wow that's a great advice so what are you working towards right now i mean is there any uh, challenge or goal which you are working uh, working for right now yeah so as i mentioned uh, reducing weight ah, <laughs> so, so hopefully in the, in that's the, a personal uh, goal yeah, yeah it's a personal goal i think uh, and i started early so i don't want to have a you know new year resolution yeah uh, right? already a resolution is there yeah yeah so i've already started so that uh, you know i don't have to make anything new i think that's i'm going to focus on this for so some are, time so are you using any training plan or mm, any no, apps no no uh, so there is a app called pacer which mm. i basically just uh, uh, keeps a track of how much you've walked how many yeah. calories you've burnt yeah. just use that trying to keep it simple yeah so i think in uh, 2012 where i was also like having a little bit of weight and i wanted to shut it down so uh, i started using nike plus mm-hmm. they have a good plan which is called uh, like so far to 5k it was called i think uh, couch to 5k uh-huh. and uh, it it uh, provides you a training plan which you can use it it provides you very detailed training plan and uh, audio experience uh, probably you can put on headphones and then go for a walk initially it will ask you to go for walks and then it will tell you to slowly increase your speed run in between for 1 minute or two and right. it is very specific so it it true, takes true. you from the very ground uh-huh. to a level where you can run 5k exactly. and in the process you will lose a lot of weight very true very true and in fact uh, there have been studies which talk of the uh, impact of music on walking or yeah. things like that it yeah. helps you I personally like to keep it simple so I don't uh, apart from the phone I don't like to listen to music while walking I mean that's again a personal thing ki yeah, each each yeah. zone another thing when since you brought about uh, we're talking about gadgets and and uh, technology so uh, many times uh, you would agree that when you're uh, walking or running with uh, with your headphones on yeah. you're actually uh, that's not a very safe thing to do yeah. right because especially are, in india yeah because many times you're actually isolating uh, yourself from the your surroundings correct right? so so for example uh, what i have is something called as aftershocks hmm. uh, that's a bone conduction uh, earphone Okay. So you know you don't put it, uh, you don't put uh, earbuds or uh, earphones in your ear, but it just rests in front of your uh, ears. Temples. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Uh, bone induction bone headphones, exactly. basically. So when when you when you hear it for the first time, it's kind of uh, quite uh, funny. Different kind of experience. Exactly. But point is, when you use that. you also hear the ambient noise around you wow so that in ways is a safer way to uh, to yeah, use it so to i mean that's it. but again as i mentioned since i don't uh, listen to music while walking mm-hmm. uh, it's not for me but maybe you might like to consider <laughs> yeah. things like that yeah yeah of course and uh, are there any thoughts which you would like to share or any advice uh, for someone who is just starting up with their first venture any advice you would like to share no see again uh, i'm not a, a startup founder because that's not my own experience hmm. but uh, just a general observation is typically if you look at uh, any startup right they would look at a specific idea which comes to their mind hmm. because they've seen 
the world around them hmm. they see a specific problem maybe a personal problem yeah and uh, they try to find a solution yeah. right to fill that gap yeah and that's the whole whole start of the whole story yeah but at this phase right if you have a more deeper um, understanding of the situation deeper thought Mm-hmm. rather than just gen- generally jumping to conclusion mm-hmm. maybe that's that's something which uh, you know they should uh, they should focus on mm-hmm. uh, so idea is to uh, you know have a, a proper uh, proper insight into what we should be doing what are the problems talk to uh, talk to cu- talk to people users of a specific mm-hmm. thing understand the problem mm-hmm. in a very specific way uh, yeah because if you have a s- very interesting problem which you actually uh, feel towards huh. you have your own itch to scratch exactly. then only you will be exactly able exactly to and and many times you know many times if uh, it's a observed problem you need to really dig deeper and actually ask is it a real problem if it is a real problem and if it's a real problem you can then uh, say that whatever your idea is it a must have or is it a nice to have hmm. right and even if it's a must have is it something which can be uh which you can monetize hmm. right even if you uh, even if you think that is yes, monetize so who uses it and who pays yeah if you are able to have that clarity do that again point is i mean you would have uh, heard about steve k steve blank all these startup gurus have those yeah. whole focus on uh, mvp you know have a idea minimum viable product exactly yeah. so so go, take that approach there's enough and more uh, you know information information but point is start yeah right? point is to as, start exactly as they say get out of the building and uh, start you know, walking hit the, yeah when the rubber rubber meets the road that's when uh, you real start. stuff style you know you can't have you know spend the months and days thinking about what to do about exactly contemplative action right action is the best thing action is greater than contemplation exactly because beyond the time you know by the time you contemplate and create a mm. a thesis that yes this is what i want to do and uh, you hit the road it's too late yeah right <laughs> so True. that's that's the way uh, things work wow amazing and uh, finally before we uh, wrap up are there any uh, thoughts you would like to give to the audience uh, which they would like to take away from this conversation mm, i think listen to himanshu's podcast <laughs> <laughs> all right so it was uh, great talking to you ashish uh, where can people reach you yeah they can reach me on linkedin uh, they can also uh, connect with me on twitter my mm-hmm. handle is uh, at the rate ashish r bidekar mm mm-hmm. um, so i think that's that's the best way yeah so i'll put all these uh, social links uh, yeah. in the show notes it will be nice. better great so uh, it was great talking to you and i'll put all these links and the apps and all the stuff which you have talked about in the show notes right. thanks for uh, taking the time ashish thank you so and much it was really really great to have you here and share your experiences and about your life uh, thank you so much thanks for having me Hey guys this is Himanshu again now before you move on here's something i want to share with you i have one weekly newsletter which is called saturday pentacle you can think of it as a weekly one page magazine for the curious minds where you'll find five awesome things which i have been pondering on in the last week it may contain popular articles blogs photographs instagram posts books 
videos, products or thoughts. It's completely free. If you want to get it, just go to himanshusasdeva.com. That's my name, himanshusasdeva.com and drop in your email. You'll get the very next one. I hope you enjoy it and thank you for listening.